discovering voices, building worlds, the Ampliverse. Welcome, welcome, well, welcome to the autistic delicatessen. Mm. Let me tell you something. Let me let me tell you something. The food is great. The food makes community. The food. The food makes community. What you eat and what you drink is your story. Welcome back to the Autistic Delicatessen Podcast. We are your hosts, Larnell and Onikage. Our podcast provides a selection of stories from various food personalities and restaurants around the world. Every food tells a story. We are both autistic and want to create a platform to share our love of food. So what better way to express that is to find guests involved in the food industry and to talk about all things food and their stories. Today, we will be doing things a little differently by just having a casual discussion all about the best food to eat at this time of year, which is junk food. Today's guests include Rhino Clavin, co-founder of the Ampliverse and host of the YouTube series The Bourbon Study, and Jack Monahan, who is a motorsports fan and is an aspiring screenwriter and voice actor. So Jack, welcome to the Autistic Delicatessen. It's great having you here on the show. Thank you. So I'm Jack. In terms of junk food, do you have a favorite junk food? Well, I'm partial to crisps or potato chips, as they're called in the U.S. Ah, yes, yes, yes. And also, um, too, like um, I understand there's fish and chips or another type in the U.K. that can be known as a junk food or something. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, takeaway culture. Um, what's your favorite kind of crisps anyway? Well, salt and vinegar and prawn cocktail are the top two. That sounds about right. For me, it's usually cheese and onion or cheese and chives. Um, although they don't do Walker's cheese and chives anymore because they stopped them. <laughs> and they also, um, and they also have the occasional uh, limited edition uh, flavor. Like for instance, they had sandwiches as a line. Oh yeah. Oh okay, all right. Hmm. Like uh, cucumber and salad cream was one. Mm-hmm. And currently, they do uh, flavors based on uh, independent restaurants. For instance, they've got fish and chips. Uh, Madras curry, green Thai curry, and chicken enchiladas. Chicken enchiladas, interesting. They had a pizza express one at one point as well. Oh yeah, that as well, and also a Nando's one, I think. I think you're right, actually. But speaking of seasonal crisps, years ago they used to have a Christmas Walker's flavour. It was turkey, and I'm not a big fan of actual turkey, but those turkey crisps were the best. They don't sell them anymore. I think they also did something like... um, Chipolatas, maybe, or Brussels sprouts. Yeah, Brussels sprouts, they did a flavour for. Yeah. Also, Rhino has joined the party. So, Rhino, welcome to the Autistic Delicatessen. It's great having you here on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I, I am a I'm big fan of you guys. Yay. Both uh-huh. of you. Do you have a favourite, Rhino? Uh, I, honestly, it's one of those, if it's not good for you, I'm shoveling it in. It's, it tastes that much better. I, I, I was trying to think about this. Cause I was like, I feel like I break my junk food down into like categories where I'm just like, is it junk food as in I open a cupboard and there's my junk food or is it junk food as in now I'm going to go to like fast food restaurants and, and just eat myself stupid because I, I, I have favorites across the board. <laughs> Doesn't matter. The FDA will approve anything. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And my favorite thing to always tell people is like, you know, there's poison in Pop-Tarts, but like you have to eat a large amount of, yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, yeah, arsenic and old lace, arsenic and old pop tarts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, we're basically doing that in um, junk food in different, like automatically in different categories. We've been, we were talking about crisps or chips where you are. Oh yes, um, yeah. What's what's your favorite chips, Rhino? It like ebbs and flows, but I'll give you like my my best of selection here is that my standard like go to is usually like a Lay's sour cream and onion. Oh, um, okay. I I like the I don't I just like the flavor. I like the crispy crunchy. But once the pandemic started and we got into lockdown, like I always have loved Fritos and specifically I like Fritos scoops. Like I I don't know mm. why I just like the surface area better. I like I feel like they're a little sturdier because you're supposed to be scooping, so they're a little thicker, so they like make you have to like chew a little bit more. And I would literally like every time I got groceries, I'd have to just buy so many bags because I would literally just like stand over the kitchen sink and stare out longingly at the outside world while I was eating just like a bag of Fritos. Um, so <laughs> yeah, they the became, real scoops. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They became a comfort food. I, th- I will. I refuse to eat. Uh, I'm not a big soup person. So I refuse to eat like chili unless there are Fritos scoops with it. So there's Fritos scoops. There's the the Lay's sour cream and onion. And honestly, like if I'm having a sandwich, I like to do when I was younger, it was cool ranch Doritos. But I feel like now I'm more of a nacho cheese Dorito person. But I like to take them and like put them in the sandwich to give the sandwich like a crunch. Oh, oh okay. And yeah. we also have something called uh, what's it's over here. But I think, you know, them better as Cheetos. Oh, oh different yes. things. We actually <laughs> are getting we actually have cheap Cheetos again. I mean, we used to have like. Cheetos are like what sets, but now they're more like the knobbly kind of texture now. Uh, sorry, my brain went. <laughs> um, and also prawn cocktail shells. Oh, yeah. Oh. About them. <laughs> we quite <laughs> like our prawn cocktail here. I like how it's like two of us from the UK and two of us from the US. It's like UK yeah. versus US kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Civil War 2. Who's the junkiest? Yeah. (laughs) I've had people, I have a friend in Australia who sent me like a box of like Australian junk food, where it's like chips. And I I mean, you call them crisps. I I think he calls them crisps too, honestly. And then um, uh, somebody in Canada sent me a bunch of uh, stuff recently. Like I had the, um, the all dressed up uh, maybe i think that's like really big up there it's like there's like super seasoned like ruffles or something they were pretty good hey we like our ruffles up here (laughs) (laughs) speaking of um crisps also with seasonal foods there's like specific junk food with christmas sweets for example like christmas chocolates like some stuff we all know like chocolate coins or pigs Mm -hmm. and blankets um Mm -hmm. Mm. Or Orman's pies. <laughs> or the occasional chocolate orange. Oh, yes. The oh, yeah, we have chocolate orange. oranges too here, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Better a chocolate orange than a clockwork orange. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick, if anybody doesn't know that reference. Yeah. It's, it's not Terry's, it's mine. <laughs> if we're going to UK adverts now. <laughs> I love a good, I don't know if you guys have them in the UK, uh, but the Little Debbie Christmas trees. I am like a sucker for those. Also, for some reason, I don't know why it makes them better, but whenever Reese's does like holiday shapes of their thing. So like right now it's the Christmas tree at Halloween. They did pumpkins, but also they had ghosts this year and the ghosts were the white chocolate on the outside with the peanut butter on the inside. And those like changed my life. Like I literally, my friend had them to give out to trick-or-treaters and I took a handful and I'm still working my way. I have like one every now and then to treat myself. And that's really interesting with some of these limited stuff, though. 
you know, even going back to like the whole Christmas thing and all that stuff, because um, I like the look of like the Christmas M&Ms and all that stuff, like the, mm-hmm. the red and white and all that stuff, you know, they, and they taste good and all that stuff, you know? And of course, like um, you have like the um red and white candies, like the chocolate ones and all that stuff that would have red and white frosting or something like that. Like some of these candies, especially for Christmas and all that stuff coming up. And um, they, they look interesting though, you know, like um, some of the chocolates though, if you go into the stores, like a Walmart, like here in the U S like a Walmart or a target or something like that, you kind of see that or a Publix or something. So, yeah. For a long time over here, blue and M&Ms were uh, banned. Really? Oh. Why, why were they banned? <laughs> something to do with the coloring and stuff. Oh, <laughs> thank kids. Hyper. Yeah, apparently the blue cut that blue certain blue cut flowering makes kids hyper. The same with Smarties actually, but recent news oh. I don't know if it's still the case. Oh wait, I think I was confusing the them with the Smarties. My mistake. Oh no, it's, okay. it is Smarties. Yeah, um, it basically it was Smarties, not M and M's. But they recently did bring back the blue, and they made a big deal going, "We brought back the blue." Uh, I think they must have changed the ingredients in some way. Um, was so there a whole like um, it, like just to cut in there only? Was there like a whole big protest in the UK to say, "Hey, we need that blue back"? That's, I that's wouldn't be surprised sounds. if it's by a few disgruntled mums. But speaking of bands, <laughs> yeah. isn't Kinder Surprise banned in the US? It it was for like for because I remember the commercial when I was a little kid. Like uh, um it, um gosh, it was like uh what's inside of it? What like there was a whole tune for it, and I remember being like, oh that's so cool. There's a toy inside of that chocolate, and then you couldn't find them anywhere, and they were banned forever. I think they've like started doing some version of it now. Finally, like years later, but yeah, it was because you know we'll just shove any food in our mouth and just swallow what's inside. So it's you know. <laughs> Yeah. What's inside this kind of surprise? Weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. I always thought Kinder Kinder chocolate always tasted special. It's like the Kinder egg was just amazing. The only Kinder stuff I get now is the Kinder Bueno or the Choco Chocolade, or it should be Chocolade, like German for chocolate. And um, they used to make Kinder Bueno eggs for since, since we're talking about seasonal. This isn't bueno. Christmas. Um, <laughs> bueno eggs, but they don't sell them anymore, and they were the best Easter sweet ever. Oh. Also, they don't sell McDonald's uh, curly fries anymore that they released in 2004 to coincide with the release of The Incredibles. Oh. They had curly oh, fries in the Curly fries, For- yeah. Like, whoa. Fancy. Like, sometimes the UK gets into like a whole American mode and then we just get rid of things. I mean, half the foods I've talked about, like cheese and chives and stuff, and turkey crisps are foods that have gone away. I mean, if we're going to talk, talk, talk about McDonald's, I'm going to mourn the McChicken Premier. They were the best and don't forget ever. Turkey Twizzlers. Oh yeah! Oh, the turkey Twizzlers more- were there. Yeah, we have, yeah. the, we have the more nose. Yep. I saw a I saw a couple of boxes on display in Tesco once, and uh, I'd snapped a picture of it and said, "Let's post this online and watch Jamie Oliver cry." <laughs> Jamie oh Oliver gosh. ruined everything with school lunches. School lunches used to be the shit, but now since Jamie Oliver went, oh, this is all unhealthy. It's making children fat. He's made them crap. Thanks, Jamie Oliver. <laughs> he tried here and it didn't. It didn't take off. I think his show was canceled. Where he was like trying to do it. Like honestly, I thought Jamie Oliver when I saw his show in the U.S. I thought he was trying to make a good effort of making kids more healthier because I remember the times like when I was a kid to where like. Some of the food, like, you know, they, they had the nice square pizzas and all that stuff in school cafeterias, but some of it, it just felt like they really didn't have healthy options. Like, oh, okay, Questionable. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, I remember a, a piece of Charlie Brooker's screen wipe where he uh, took the piss out of Oliver and is uh, moralizing. 
the problem with Oliver now is um, all the stuff he sells, he's got like products and that, and they seem very pretentious and catered towards a higher income demographic. Middle class, definitely. Like, think of, think of like weight pros and all that. And yeah. how is that going to appeal healthiness to anyone if you're just going to cater to those that have more disposable income? And that's what annoys me. About him. He just has to pander to the Blairites and the Tories. That's all. <laughs> and unfortunately. <laughs> and also, I remember a joke I made when he was doing the clip. I'll swap you this food token for your junky drink. And my joke was. You touch the drink and I'll kick you in your own homegrown organic plums. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, we can be very brutal with certain personalities when they just be ponzes and not actually help people. Even if they try. I mean, I get the whole healthy thing, but if you're just going to yep. replace it with something mediocre, it's rubbish. Because you can have healthy things that are good. So it's just... Still, at least he's not Jeremy Kyle. Thank God his show is cancelled. <laughs> moving on, we will not yeah, yeah, speak yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, that yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Jeremy Cowell is like the UK version of Rhino of Jerry Springer. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Only okay. a lot more classist. <laughs> yes, yes. But back to sweets. When it comes to UK chocolate, our big brands are like Cadbury's and Mars. Mars is also a company that owns most things, and same with Unilever and all that. Um, we have Milky Bars as well. Yes, we do. We have milky bars. Um, we have one of my, I, I'm going to say something else that's been removed in my junk food list. Cadbury's used to sell a bar called Fuse. And it was one of the few bars other than Pitnick that had peanut and raisins. And I wasn't a big fan of peanut back then, but Fuse just made it amazing. And I'm just so sad that it's gone. <laughs> So a couple of years ago, Oreo had, they had it for a while. They used to do the pumpkin spice Oreos and those haven't come back the last like two or three years. And I'm still like super bitter about it. Although the carrot cake ones are pretty good. And uh, I had ones this year that were, oh my gosh, what was the flavor? They're literally, I have like two left downstairs. And I was like, I'm going to buy these for everybody. They're so good. I cannot remember what the flavor is. I can picture it in my head, but I can't remember what it is. So good. I can't remember the flavor. And you also have imitation Oreos called Hydrox, don't you? Oh, yes, we do. And they're not great. <laughs> I don't like them, but... We we have knockoff ones in Lidl. They're called Neo. I've not tried them, but... I think Aldi do them as well. Oh, Aldi, have, uh, Aldi probably does, actually, because uh, Lidl and Aldi have, like, similar kind of things, but... And they're very... And they're Germany's national supermarkets. Yeah. I do love Lidl because it's cheap. And some of their cheap snacks are really good. Um, their cheap chocolate's quite nice, so... So, Rhino, have you ever been to an Aldi um, store and all stuff? Because we have ones here, too, as well, here in the U.S. Yeah. Um, actually, my uh, a good friend of mine is, like, a district manager for Aldi. So he was tasked within this last, like, year or two for, like, essentially like they've had a boom here in central Florida. So he's opened something like 20 stores or something like that. Um, But there, there is one actually right near where my mom lives in Massachusetts now too. So like she likes to go there a lot. Uh, So yeah, I've been there. I'm a Trader Joe's. I'm a Trader Joe's gal myself, but I, (laughs) I, I mean, when I went with my mom to all these, I enjoyed it. Stuff like that. Trader Joe's for me has always has the like sneaky, like cool snacks that come and go and you'll have it once and then you'll never be able to find it again. So it's a heartbreak grocery shopping. I've I've noticed that. I mean, I used to watch a YouTuber called Joseph Lincoln and he used to always go to Trader Joe's and he had a lot of interesting cheap stuff and apparently had some decent vegan stuff as well. And yeah. Um, related to that, I assume that's one of your bigger supermarkets compared to like Target and Walmart. 
And we also have IKEA on both sides of the Atlantic and not just in Sweden. And they do some pretty nice meatballs. Yeah, there's an IKEA right next to my house. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I recently so sampled the plant balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I have had those. Yes. Yeah. I try I try any any um, plant-based item. Same. I usually, if it looks interesting. Same. You know. And I once had one of their hot dogs as well. I've not tried any of the um, IKEA stuff. Um, I remember the controversy with the meatballs with horse meat years ago. But oh I god, I did not know that. I did not know that <laughs> years ago. And it was like it was like horse meat and certain products that weren't um, declared, and it was just like a huge. Oh my god, it's horse meat! Ah, this was like years ago. It's all right. Maybe now, maybe it was sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Only I heard other jokes about IKEA, but I've not heard like the whole horse meat thing. Yeah, that was a thing for a while. It was like a freak out in the UK. Um, speaking of UK, you mentioned like big supermarkets, well, grocery stores like Target and Walmart. For us, we have Asda, which is owned by Walmart, Tesco, Morrison's, Sainsbury's, and then there's like Marks and Spencer, which is more pretentious, and so is Waitrose. <laughs> and also uh, cost cutters for uh, people on the cheap. Yeah, but I uh, cost cutters and there's like Scott Med that's in Scotland, um, but they also merge it with co-op or cooperative. Like the smaller supermarkets, the local ones you find in smaller towns or maybe two minutes away from your house, depending on where you live in the UK. And also, um, also some that sell Polish items as well. Ah, the Polish shops. I mean, I I, I like them because they in, they sell interesting versions of sweets. So I sometimes get like their version their milkers because they have ones that they don't get in normal supermarkets. When I used to live in South Florida, I went to this like health food store named Oasis and all that stuff and got the banana pudding from like West Bray that does like the soy milk and all that type of stuff. You know, their banana pudding was not good. It was just like, oh, <laughs> you know, it's like not compared to regular ones from the, the store and all that stuff, you know. So I've had organic foods that some of them have been good and some of them have been not. But I remember like you used to have these carrot chip cookies. But then after a while, like back in the 90s, they took them out and it was just like, Oh man, I I really enjoyed those carrot chip cookies. I was like, I was upset. It's like, oh, you know, just what what the heck, you know? So yeah. At least you're not as uh, expensive or uh, laughable as what Whole Foods puts out. Oh, oh we do. <laughs> yeah, we do have a bunch of Whole Foods here too. For us, I've not actually been to Whole Foods because um, I know there's one in Glasgow, but I've never been. I like finding alternatives and stuff, but I don't want to go to one place that's just full of expensive stuff. Um, I'm quite a tight person overall. They once had a, an $80 jar of honey. Oh my $80 God. for honey? Oh, oh my God. Good oh gosh, God. that's no. insane. <laughs> uh, I go to a few Chinese supermarkets um, to get Asian Wingy, stuff. was our most local one here in Manchester. Ah, I go to ones that they're usually in cities like um, Glasgow, Edinburgh. Um, there's a few in Glasgow, actually. It was one that's recently been moved and it's actually quite nice. But I like to try their snacks because they have a lot of interesting snacks. A lot of their red bean stuff's nice, but most of the time I just buy Korean really spicy noodles that are slowly killing my stomach. <laughs> we used to uh, go there just to get flour to make my bread because back in the day they thought gluten caused autism. Bullshit. Oh, God. It's like, what the heck? Gluten causes that? It's like, it's, oh, it's, it's like it's the like, UK it's the specialist. Like the UK that... is bad for that. It's like the adult, they say it in the newspaper every week, this causes cancer, that causes cancer. So see, is that like something causes autism? It doesn't. It's just scaremongering. And um, the Daily Fail is the most biggest offender. Definitely. And they have a reputation on the internet. And now even the US knows because there's stuff posted everywhere. So it's just, oh, uh, it's beyond a joke. Oh, and also we have uh, some Costco's over here as well. 
Oh, oh Costco. Yeah. yeah, we have we have Costco over here. Actually, I have Costco in the area. So yeah, and um, I I heard they do pretty good pizzas. Oh yeah, like I think in the past, like I actually had like their hot dogs. They have good hot dogs there too, as well. Yeah, there's also a very famous hot dog stand in Iceland as well. From Costco? No, in Iceland. Iceland. Oh, in Iceland. Wow. Okay. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Hmm. And that's also the name of another store that we have over here. I was just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> We have two supermarkets that are primarily selling frozen food. One's Iceland and one's farm foods. And, and there's also Summerfields, which is also famous for being the location of a shootout in Hot Fuzz. It was, aye. Does Summerfields still exist? I thought they got replaced by Morrison's um, in most places. Because I remember over the years, there used to be Presto's or Presto. And then it got changed to Safeway, and then Safeway got replaced to um, Summerfield for one bit, and then it was Morrison's, and ever since then it's been Morrison's, although some places have turned to Sainsbury's. <laughs> Don't worry, Andy, it's just bolognese sauce. Hot <laughs> <laughs> Fuzz is such a good film, though. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, so Costco uh, have their own pizzas. Right. So just be... Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I think I've heard of a Costco about, um, but I thought it was more for... There's like, one in Alden. Bulk. I think there's one in Scotland somewhere, but I thought it was like a place where you buy things in bulk. I have no idea. I've never been, so I just heard it in passing here and there. It's less common here, so. <laughs> Christmas sweets. What's everyone's favourite Christmas sweet? We'll start with Rhino. I mean, I love eggnog, so I I feel like that's the most unhealthy thing that I will have this time of year. Like I, I'll buy it and then I will keep it in the refrigerator and take like a little sip every day or whenever I need a little pick me up or something like that. Um, and it, it goes for like anything eggnog flavored usually too. I just, I love it. If they had it all year, I'd buy it all year. I'd probably be dead by now, but I would still, I'd still, I'd be happy. What sort of eggs is it made from? I actually have no idea what is actually in it. I don't even know that there are eggs. In it. I mean, there are eggs in it, but. <laughs> I, I have tried this year for the first time. I tried, it says eggnog, historically also known as milk punch. I don't, milk um, punch. <laughs> I, I don't even, milk I'm not even punches. talking about the, uh, the, I, the alcohol. Cause a lot of times people will be like, Oh, you're drinking the eggnog. And they think it's like bourbon or there's, or there's uh rum in it or something. And so it's usually made with like milk, cream, sugar, whipped egg whites and egg yolks. I know it sounds disgusting, but it reminds me, it makes me like, I sip it and I feel like I'm at the table with my grandparents, like on Christmas day or something like that. So. And your racist uncle over in the corner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just, <laughs> what's the guy from um, Carousel of Progress, Uncle Orville in the no privacy. No, I, I, yeah, I'd say that. Um, I mean, I love candy canes too. I know that's not really junk food. I feel like that's candy, but somebody else go. I'll think of more. I'll think of more. <laughs> Mm. I'm not sure about my favourite Christmas food. Um, although there is a song uh, by Elvis Presley, Blue Christmas, and he was a big junk food addict. For instance, one of his favourite sandwiches was one with peanut butter, grape jelly, and lean fried bacon on a loaf of bread, sliced lengthwise, called the Fool's Gold Loaf. Wow. Yeah, I yeah. think I heard about that, and there's yeah. been plenty of jokes about that. <laughs> and apparently uh, one of his bodyguards' uh, jobs was to stick his finger down his throat in case he gagged on stuff. Yeah, oh, that's... That's right, I'm just here to stick my fingers down the king's throat. Uh, it's amazing how much stories you hear about Elvis, especially with his unhealthy diet and stuff. Apparently, um, um, apparently the really awful Disney ride... Um, 
Superstar Limo originally had a gag involving him sitting at a tell the hot dog stand making noises of flatulence and it turns out he's just squirting mustard onto his hot dog. Oh god, I heard about wow. that. <laughs> I've seen a ride through of that. It's terrible, right? I the, yeah. the Monsters Inc ride is a much better improvement there. <laughs> yeah. So, um what about you, Lionel? What's your favorite uh, Christmas food? Um like I would like to think it's more of a sweet potato pie, you know, like in terms mm. of, like lince during Christmas or something like that. And sometimes I guess like if there's any like chocolate cake Anything along with, like, apple crisp, I would like Oh, I do love apple crisp. That's delicious. Oh, yes. Yes, definitely, too. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, Rhino, have you ever had, like, the red velvet cake? Have you ever had that during Christmas or any time? Oh, that's an any time of the year thing, for sure. (laughs) Oh, my favorite thing about red velvet is that usually it'll have the um, cream cheese frosting on it. That's why I like Uh, carrot cake, too, is because, like, I like that thicker cream cheese frosting. It's so good. Yeah. Maybe there's also a blue velvet cake. Yeah. They make that uh they make that joke in the new Ghostbusters movie where he's like getting the sauce and he's like uh I forget what he says the first sauce but then the second one goes red velvet and then goes blue velvet and takes the blue velvet one but I'm like nobody I'm the only one who like laughed out loud in the movie theater at it yeah. so that, that, the Rhino don't give too much away and all stuff I have not <laughs> seen that yet <laughs> yeah so yeah. yeah I'm sure those who less have watched it will appreciate the joke. <laughs> But speaking of um, red velvet, that's one of my favorite cakes, other than carrot. Um, and also, favorite... I'm a chocolate and Victoria sponge dude. Oh, I love, I love chocolate as well. That's maybe our top three chocolate, um, in no particular order, chocolate, red velvet and carrot. My favorite Christmas food, usually I have chicken for Christmas because I'm not a big fan of turkey. But if I had to pick a specific favorite, it'd be pigs and blankets. You can't go wrong with pigs oh, and blankets. Yes. With homemade gravy. I'm pretty much vegetarian, by the way. Ah, yeah, that's yeah. Under- yeah. that's there. Maybe Jack, you should try tofurkey or something. Yeah, <laughs> um, that is I, if we have it over here. What Christmas alternatives have you tried, eh, Jack? Um, let's see. I've got no others. This tart, which is going to be in the uh, which is in the freezer for Christmas Day, and they also do uh, vegan uh, pigs in blankets. Nice. It's the only thing that my dad actually knows how to make. So anytime I go to my dad's house um, or when I was a kid and went to his house or anything like that, it was the Bob Clavin special. And it was always it's like his staple is pigs in a blanket. But I've never had them with gravy. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. (laughs) Something I'm going to have to try, I think, maybe. Because usually there'll be like the turkey with gravy, but not like the pigs in a blanket and gravy. You look at a dead turkey and tell it there's more of gravy than of grave about you, whatever you are. (laughs) For non-veggies, though, if you do make a homemade gravy, make sure to have some chicken stock from the chicken you've cooked, or maybe turkey. I'm sure it'll work with turkey as well, and it's like the best gravy. I'm sure there's uh, alternative ways. Maybe some oxo cubes. Aye, oxo cubes is one way, but the homemade way is best. Um, for veggies, I assume using the veggie stock pots would do the job, because those are quite nice. I would have made this joke a few years ago, but uh, if you don't have any gravy, you can just get some bovril. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but uh, bovril has its useful. But the way I say bovril, it sounds like bog roll, so I need to watch how I say it. <laughs> uh, and for those Americans who don't know, bog roll means toilet paper. So. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, I don't... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, yeah it, it's, it's actually a mixture of like British humor and all that Yeah, like I try and translate it as it. much as I can. So. Yeah, yes. To finish things up, anything else to say about junk food in general? Either of you, starting with Jack? Be careful with what the FDA puts in it. I've heard it puts in arsenic, monosodium glutinate, potassium bromide, reds and blues, and 
a lot of other things. And also, uh, we haven't mentioned the documentary Super Size Me. Oh, aye. <laughs> but that can be a conversation for another time. I've seen the film myself, so... <laughs> Same here. <laughs> uh, Rhino? Um, I, I, I love it. I, I, I am exploring trying to, so I try to eat, um, I, I do eat plant-based. I try to eat plant-based as often whenever there's anything interesting on the menu. There is, there are a couple of cool places right here in Orlando that actually do like plant-based, like comfort food, like junk food. There's one, um, I believe it's called, um, Valhalla bakery or Valkyrie there. I, they're both vegan bakeries. I just can't remember which which one is the one that serves the food and which one just does the donuts. But um, but yeah, I I am I am a fan. I I I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I mean, I I am always about trying whatever sounds the weirdest. Like right now, um, actually, is it today? As of recording this, it's like tomorrow. There's a wine coming out that is an Oreo wine that I am going to try and get my hands on, and it's probably disgusting. But you know what? Oh. I have to try it. So you sound I, like I, Oliver Reed sometimes. <laughs> uh, we do have another another program on the Ampliverse that pops up from time to time that is called Limited Time Yum that Taylor does with her boyfriend. That's pretty fun that you guys might want to check out sometime. She gets the really limited time stuff, and they do like a fun like little like unboxing, opening, and tasting thing. So it's cute. Awesome. So yeah, that's great hearing the comparisons of UK and US junk food and Christmas seasonal stuff and a lot of witty jokes in between. So Jack and Rhino, thank you for participating in this episode of the Autistic Delicatessen podcast. It was great having you both here. I hope I'll be back soon. If the audience isn't too offended. (laughs) I think we'll be fine. There should be plenty of UK listeners. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No worries. So, Larnell, what did you think of this conversation all about junk food? I thought it was a great and interesting conversation, Elmi. Um, Man, to be able to talk with Jack and Rhino about the different junk foods of the UK as well as the US, but... All in all, it was, just, it was just an interesting conversation. There was just so many things, and I'm sure all four of us had things we never got to mention in the recording. So there's just so much of things to do with junk food, it's hard to put it into one episode. But from what we've mentioned, I hope the UK, US, and worldwide viewers enjoy it. So just to hear different perspectives in one episode. So it's definitely jam-packed. Yeah, Definitely. Was there any junk food jingles just like as an extra question that you remembered that you liked and actually bought, you know, when you were a kid? <laughs> oh, man, that's on the spot, man. Um, honestly, um, one of them I thought during the interview when um, Rainer was talking about eggnog, I was thinking of Cravendale, the cows want it back. <laughs> I mean, it's like a horror <laughs> kind of thing. It's not really a jingle, but they think it's like a horror advert. The guy's walking home with milk and there's like cows stalking him. And then when he goes home, there's like cows just watching <laughs> him. And it's like, oh, I'm trying to think wow. of jingles. Um, <laughs> oh, jingles, jingles. Um, I'm not thinking, this is not a jingle, um, but I thought that my favourite Iron Brew advert is the one where it's this nice little old granny in her mobility scooter. And then she puts on her baklava mask and go, raids through the wee shop, steals the Iron Brew leaves the shop. She actually runs through the cans of iron brews that lands in her mobility basket and leaves. And in the end of the advert, the police tells her to stop the vehicle 
<laughs> and she stops. Oh, it's such a good advert. But jingles, oh, there's so many. I really can't think of any right now. I remember them, the caramel adverts when you used to have the caramel bunny, um, Cadbury's, they used to play, I'm so excited. And they used to show like roller coasters and stuff. Ah, oh, um, okay. It was yeah. nice. It was like animated and stuff. Oh, this is this is so annoying. I wish I could think of jingles. There's so many. I love old adverts and they had a lot of plenty of jingles, but I can't think of specific food ones right now. But those are a few adverts I can think of. Uh, what about you, Larnell? Can you think of any like old jingles and such from American commercials and stuff? Um, I can think about the um, Fifth Avenue commercial, you know, from the early 90s and all that stuff that you can find actually on YouTube and all that stuff, like Fifth Avenue, like that that type of thing. Like, I just mm-hmm. like the whole vibe. It was very upbeat. And also, um, in terms of music outside of jingles, I did like how in the Beef What's for Dinner, they had like um, Aaron Copeland's um, rodeo or some type of composition. He had like, like, you know, that type of thing. Because I remember when I was a kid and saw the Florida Philharmonic do it, I thought to myself, it's from that commercial. It's like, I remember that. And that's the funny thing about classical music. You tend to find classical music anywhere, even on a film, like even on commercials or whatever. Even if you're not into classical music, it's like, oh, it's right there. So it's just definitely. Um, I do remember some fast food jingles. Obviously, we know uh, McDonald's is ba da ba ba ba. But I remember yes, the, yes. the the tune in the nineties. It was a uh, it was just like an instrumental tune. You used to always hear it in the end of the advert. It was a cute, nice, wholesome tune that reflected the uh, McDonald's back in the nineties. It was more red and yellow, more catered to the kids compared to now when they're trying to make a cafe vibe in the restaurants. So I remember back in the days, it was like red and yellow color scheme and Happy Meals and all that. I mean, fast food jingles is one of the things you usually remember. Or even though they don't have a jingle, they usually have like catchphrases like Subway, eat fresh, although they changed that. Subway, it's eat fresh. fresh. Yeah. <laughs> it's Man. not fresh food, it's pre-made and additive bread and all that. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> it's so good though. I do like, I quite like my Subway. Because <laughs> would you rather like some of these fast food ads be like some of the more like pharmaceutical pills ads and all that stuff to where like, here's all the side effects, you know? As your estrogen. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. They start to numbers like that. Like, <laughs> here's yes. some paracetamol. They take your headache away. Oh no, you, you do get like certain medication adverts, like those who have IBS. There's like certain tablets that help it, and it's like they were, when it's like, they usually put it on at dinner time, and it's like how to relieve constipation. And I'm just like, I'm eating here. <laughs> <laughs> always air those adverts at like dinner on dinner time, and you're just like, please stop. One of the things I thought that was very interesting, I don't know if like you were Jack, now I think about, I don't know if you were Jack mentioned, I think, you know, you're one you mentioned this, but about like the whole controversy about the blue Smarties being out in the UK. I thought that was an interesting point right there and why they like get rid of it. I mentioned, I I think I mentioned it in the interview that I said that uh, they did bring it back at one point and they were making like a, the blue Smarties are back. Um, I think they changed the ingredient or something. I can't remember if it was limited edition or it was coming back permanent. It might have been limited. I need to double check on that. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's a thing we had. Apparently, it caused hyperactivity. I don't know if that's actually a true thing, but some foods do have warnings for that. Like, oh, this has a specific food coloring because of adverse effects in children. Yeah. Yeah. So they do add warnings at least. I mean, yeah. now, speaking of warnings, since October, we have to actually add allergen information as law. Like, you have to say if it's got soy, milk, 
or any of the 12 to 16 allergens. I, I think it's 12 to 16. Really? I should know this. I, honestly, I have a partner who knows all this. You have to add it. It's law, whether it's gluten or things like lupin or things like peanut, which is a legume, or nuts or crustaceans or <sighs> milk. Or there's so many. There's ones you wouldn't think, like celery. There's any of those, any of those in bold are allergens. And you have to have it in your food. Even if it's like a small sandwich shop, you have to add it now. It's law. So that's a bit of trivia for the UK food laws that's only came recently to effect. So there you go. Actually, um, there's actually 14 allergies that are listed that you need to list at least. Um, one of, this is one of the lists, so it should be close enough. The allergens include like celery, gluten, crustaceans, eggs, fish lupin, milk, mollusks, mustard, nuts, peanuts, sesame seeds, soya, and sulfur dioxide, like sulfites and that. So yeah, Larnell, you learned something new today. (laughs) (laughs) I guess only it shows how much the UK is much different than the US, you know, because it's just like, you know, of course we have dietary um, type of information and have more non-GMO stuff on our products, but not nothing like that. So it's like, it's just it's definitely different. It's it's almost like, you know, they have the warning labels on like the cigarette things. That's what it feels like right there. So yeah, yeah. fair enough. And really on that note, um, we'd like to thank you for joining us on this special episode of the Autistic Delicatessen. If you want to know more about us and more about our show on podcasts, as well as on YouTube, just go to theampleverse.com slash the dash autistic dash delicatessen. And also happy holidays. And don't forget to look into our composer, Fat Sauce, who has provided various music tracks for us. Check out his most recent album, Wolf's Clothing, at fullplate.bandcamp.com and also check out his other catalogue at fatsauce.bandcamp.com. Also, a happy holidays from me, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, I hope you have good holidays and also have a happy new year and wish you all the best for 2022. And until next time... What you eat, what you drink, is your story.